Hello and welcome to the second episode of Figure It, the podcast where we study the facts and the statistics on Cyprus and figure out what it all means. Figure It is hosted by Island Talks, the first trilingual podcast station of Cyprus. My name is Fiona Mullen and I'm the director of Sapienta Economics. Today I'm joined by Mustafa Bessim, Professor of Economics at Eastern Mediterranean University. And although the lockdown is slowly being lifted on both sides, the crossing points on this divided island of Cyprus are still closed. So again, we're doing this remotely. Today, we're going to compare notes about the economic policy response. Last time, we looked at the COVID statistics. But this time, we want to have a look at what are the authorities doing, and what have they been able to do, and potentially what have they not been able to do, given their fiscal constraints. So maybe, Mustafa, you can kick off uh, telling us what have uh, the authorities in the north managed to do um, to try and address the economic impacts of COVID. Yes, hello. Hello, everyone. Uh, well, uh, the administration in the north has uh, basically produced so far uh, one measures or set of measures uh, uh, document where they, on one side, they had some wage salary cuts uh, to the public uh, servants uh, and or the public workers in order to generate or in order to be able to support the uh, private sector workers. And they, they were quite big, weren't they, those cuts? Something like 25% yes, or yes, something? Yes, it was 25% and the maximum salary would be 8,500 Turkish lira and minimum uh, 5,000 uh, Turkish lira. So if your salary is, you know, much above uh, 8,500, you would be able to get maximum 8,500. So uh, that included the minister, prime minister uh, and the others, uh, you know, the, yeah. the politicians also. And uh, just to give an idea for these days, um, 8,500 is, is what? It's only about 1,300 euros, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, it's, it's uh, given the fact that euro is about uh, 7.4 now. Wow. wow. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's about 1,000. I mean, the maximum maximum is like 1,000 euros. But right. it's not that everyone gets maximum. Uh, actually, most yes. of them gets about... Uh, you know, five, six thousand or seven thousand. So if you say six thousand, uh, you know, that would be about eight hundred euros and all that. But yeah. the problem is actually more with the private sector uh, because uh, many of the sectors had to uh, shut down, close, yeah. uh, and the government decided to give them a support of one thousand five hundred Turkish lira which I found it very low, so uh, yeah. only 200 euros, you know, 200 yeah. euros. And it's a lot lower than the minimum wage as well, isn't it? It is, it is. It's half of the minimum wage, actually. Our minimum wage is just over 3,000 Turkish mm -hmm. lira, and uh, they have decided to give only 1,500. And about 42,000 people have benefited so far for one month. About 60,000 people have applied, but uh, some of them had problems with the, you know, uh, registration, uh, right. transfer of money, and some of them found not to be eligible 
for mm-hmm. this. Uh, so the total amount of uh, money that the government have transferred has transferred to these people is actually 65 million Turkish lira, That's and 65 million Turkish lira is about eight eight million uh, euros. So yeah. when you think about it, it's not very much. So. How many did you say had um, got it in the end? So 60,000 applied and how many actually got it? 41, it was like 41 last month, I mean the last numbers. Uh, And they said that we will, uh, you know, continue, the the administration said we will continue to uh, give those who had problem with their bank account and all that. Mm -hmm. But uh, So I don't think that it will be more than 45,000, you know, so in total. So what we thought was that the main, the fundamental problem with the administration approach to COVID-19 mm-hmm. was that the government only have approached it from a fiscal point of view, mm-hmm. budgetary approach. So the government said, as far as I can, you know, continue to uh, meet my basic uh, expenditures, and be able to pay the civil servants and you know certain urgent or the expenditures that they could not give up they just concentrated on on those for the private sector the only support is this transfer plus they have introduced couple of loan packages yeah about one billion loan package uh, but it's not working because... No one wants to borrow or nobody wants to lend. <laughs> uh, the interest rate is not bad, though for uh, the South it may sound a little bit high mm-hmm. uh, on your side. It's 9% uh, plus 3% subsidy by the government. So they actually the loans are 12%, but 3% would be subsidized by the right. source of the central bank. i tell you what I think is strikes me about the Turkish Cypriot response versus pretty much everyone else in the world is what you say about the fiscal side. So everybody, everyone else is saying you need to expand, you you need to engage in a form of fiscal expansion, you need to spend money to support incomes. Okay, they've sort of robbed Peter to pay Paul, haven't they? They've taken it from the public sector and tried to give it to the private sector. But it sounds like most of what they're doing is just saving money in order to be able to keep paying the public sector salaries. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, the experience that we have seen in Europe and in the in the other countries has been that uh, the the governments have been using a lot of uh, stimuluses, a lot of uh, expansionary fiscal policies, and they have also managed to get the uh, financial sector, including the central mm-hmm. banks, to uh, manage to give them like soft do soft loaning. You know, half yeah. of it is a grant, half of it is loan, because you wouldn't want to really push your uh, businesses uh, to borrow more in this uh, period, uh, where yeah. you don't really know about the future, because yeah. you may have a second wave coming. Uh, and uh, equity-wise, our businesses are very weak in, in yeah. North I mean, so it's not that we are very strong. One explanation for it is because of non-recognition, etc., there's no lender of last resort in Northern Cyprus. So did they have any choice or you think they could have done, done it differently? Well, 
I mean, the, the main issue is that because we, could, we couldn't have uh, access to international funding. Our financial sector is a deposit-based financial sector. We don't have access to syndicate loans and long-term loans. So the, the, the government actually had no choice, but the, the government had a choice and is now planning to use it. That is domestic borrowing. Our loan deposit ratio is at about 70%. There is so you've got a, a lot more deposits than loans, right? Yes, oh, yeah. exactly. So it's about 70%. Uh, so uh, we have uh, about 23 uh, billion uh, Turkish dira of loans, where our deposits are more than 30 billion. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so there is a space, and we, we argued that the government should really do domestic borrowing. And that borrowing should directly be used to transfer to households who have, you know, who have lost their income and they don't have flow of income to their uh, families, plus micro businesses, mm -hmm. micro businesses and households with very low income. Because, you know, Fiona, that in these periods, the most vulnerable people are those who are at the bottom, right? Yes, so yes, we yes. will have, not now, we will not see it now, but in the medium term, we will see income inequality issues. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, uh, that is something that you expect the uh, policymakers, uh, the administration to, to consider, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so there should be more uh, social transfers uh, and support, uh, income uh, supports to those low income people and to the micro-businesses. Yeah. Now, as you Actually, may have heard, uh, the administration have recently managed to have a, a new protocol, financial and economic... Yeah, how, how, how many years is it since the last one was signed? Well, actually, We're talking about the, we had uh, one signed last year also. Turkey. Oh, yes, the mini one. <laughs> the amount, okay, is the highest so far. The amount is 2.2 billion Turkish lira. Out of this, 1.2 billion is a loan, and uh, unfortunately, it is in US dollars loan, hey. uh, to the public finances to support the budget yes. of the Turkish Cypriot budget. And 1 uh, billion 38 is grant, is, mm -hmm. uh, is a transfer mainly for military. 650 is for military. And well, the rest. Turkish Cypriot military, right? If I understand yes, correctly. Yes, right? yeah. Yeah. 272 million for infrastructure, roads, and some projects. And rest 115 million is to support the private sector. Right. Now, like at the beginning, you will recall that we said that the, the administration here didn't have a very comprehensive approach in dealing with the COVID-19, but yeah. they only really concentrated on the budget. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, what I have, what do I understand from this protocol is the continuation of that. Uh -huh. That is, the, the, our administration here, I think, as far as I read, have not really clearly explained the situation to Turkey. And they have only mm -hmm. demanded 
or the way that they have explained budget. this situation to them is to give them a support to budget. Uh, and you know, right. uh, real sector is only <clears throat> 115 million, and that's you yeah. know nothing. You know, that's yeah, nothing yeah, yeah. compared with what the budget is getting. Government is getting. I think um, compared with the um, since I promised to talk about the south a bit as well, the it's it's been quite astonishing how much money they're spending. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, the latest package was uh, something like 1.6 billion, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, not all of that is direct fiscal impact because it's um, some of it is uh, is guarantees and stuff. But um, no, so the late they they'd already spent 1.2 billion on wage support and um, and things like that. And then there's another. It was I calculated it was about another 1.2 billion. In additional support, this is interest rate subsidies, and also they're also now doing direct grants, not to households, but to um, small business and self-employed and stuff like that. Um, but the total, if you don't, if you exclude the guarantees, we're talking like something like seven percent of GDP. So, uh, and they've done that without having to, you know, take a troika program or anything like that. <laughs> there are ru rumors that they. We're going to borrow from the European support mechanism, but it looks like they're not going to do that now. But um, so it's interesting. It's it's made me revise down. I was forecasting minus six point five. I'm now forecasting minus five point five, partly because there's so much money being thrown around by the by the authorities in, on this side. <laughs> so, uh, but this, tell me about the protocol. Is it does it still come with all the conditions like uh, the electricity and the telecoms and the ports? No, interestingly, kind of this time our uh, funder uh, have decided to be more relaxed, uh, and they uh -huh. didn't actually put uh, much conditionality. The conditionality that I can read is to prepare by September the new new protocol uh. for 2021 which we call one year we call them program and three year plan economic plan uh -huh. by the end of the year and there are a couple of issues about professionalizing co-op bank uh, and stuff but when I look at the previous ones, previous pre protocol, the conditionality principles that were there mm -hmm. are not actually in this one. Mm -hmm. This may be due to the fact that, you know, we are going through this COVID and stuff. Yeah. So it will not be easy. But the light, I, yeah, yeah, I saw the last one looked, I mean, I don't read Turkish, but it looked it had the same sort of shape as a Troika program. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Lots yeah, of boxes with, yeah, with things to tick. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but what I want to add here is that the uh, administration in the north, just before the signing of this protocol, have decided to go to domestic borrowing oh, yeah. uh, by 400 million uh, uh -huh. in, uh, in euros that may not be much. And so uh, now uh, that they have also signed this protocol and it's going to give quite a support to the budget, we expect or we want the administration to really think about ways of supporting the households, mm -hmm. 
the businesses because if they if the administration continues the way they have in the last two and a half months i think we will be facing quite a lot of bankruptcies increasing the unemployment and mm-hmm. worsening mm-hmm. of the situation the in the northern part of the island and so uh, we will not be able to recover so you mean they the message is don't just spend it on the budget you need to spend it you you cut so the public sector workers on both sides of the island tend to be better paid than everyone else so you slash their salaries that means they can't spend anything that means your tax revenue goes down that means you can't spend anything you get into this vicious circle so exactly uh, exactly so. Uh, we understand that uh, the revenues of the uh, tax revenues of the government has halved. Uh, actually, uh, I was checking the numbers, uh, and uh, in in no- normal conditions, the revenue of the ministry, uh, the me- revenue of in the budget monthly is about 650 million Turkish lira. Mm-hmm. So that has dropped to. Um, in the in 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 March, three hundred and eighty-one. Yeah, I. Three hundred and eighty-seven. I did the I did the figures for my monthly report. So the tax revenues were down forty-three percent just in the month of April. So, uh, and total revenues twenty-five, twenty-six. Here you go. I mean, your tax revenues are down. Where do you collect these tax revenues? Well, you collect them from the consumption taxes. Uh, you connect them from the income taxes of the private sector and all that. And now, if you do not support the private sector, and if the households, uh, you know, with the low income especially and the others, you know, do not continue to consume and, and spend, your indirect tax mm-hmm. revenues are going to continue bit down and all that. So yeah. uh, that's basically what we are trying to say. If the yeah private sector is not supported, the government revenues will continue to be low. Mm. And so that's why we need to think about the private sector, support the private sector, so they would start doing economic activities, households will receive more income, and so they will spend more, and this will also help government revenues to increase. We promised to keep these at 20 minutes, so um, maybe we'll have another chat about... uh some of the other things another time because uh, there's there's more to talk yeah, about sure. <laughs> but thanks for coming and um, we'll uh, we'll talk again I'm sure okay thanks